What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, everybody. It is Tuesday night. That's right. Your ear holes did not deceive you. Tuesday night, November 21st, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the ChairShot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com, where we remind you and encourage you to always use your head. You can also find us on just about any of your streaming platforms. Go check us out. Give us the thumbs up. Give us the stars. Let us know what you think. Again, this is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. I'm going to go around the room here and, like I always do, introduce this cast of characters that we've got on this show. Going to start off hailing from the Purple Haze in Cloud Nine. He is Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window. Jason, sir, how are you tonight? I'm wonderful. How are you guys? This week has been better than uh, previous weeks. I'll I'll leave it there. (laughs) I'll leave it hanging in the air there. And from the Rob the Genius podcast, he is the Minister of Truth. He is the father of facts and figures and the deacon of data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling podcast, Ray Cash's daddy, and the man with the golden shovel. Mr. Rob, sir, how are you? All right. I made a 49-year-old man decision today to <laughs> opt out of hanging out with one of my buddies down about a half hour from here because I was tired. That was what college basketball. Yeah, we're gonna go. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> because uh, we we both went to UMBC, University of Maryland, Baltimore County. So he like last week he was like, "Hey man, you want to go see? Uh, you know, go to the game next week." And I thought that it was a game like up here at at UMBC, but it's it, they're playing University of Maryland College Park down in College Park, and I didn't, yeah, you know, I didn't because. I don't read everything people send me. So I didn't read all of the details (laughs) until like today. And I was like, oh, shit, it's down there. (laughs) So I I was was tired. And I just, I apologized. I paid him for the ticket that he got for me. Um, You ate the ticket, too. (laughs) He's like, I don't even care. That is Rob's dedication to his podcasting craft. And um, he ate the cost of the ticket, ladies and gentlemen, for you. That's right. 
and uh, and and I look back. I'm kind of glad I didn't go down there because there was like some kind of like happy hour kind of thing down there before the game. And he texted me. He was like, "Dude, everybody in here is like 20, 20 years old." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> funny. Bob, to top it all off, to top it all off, your lovely retrievers are losing already, twenty-one to sixteen. Oh yeah. Um, oh, look, look, but they're actually they've been a much more competitive basketball team over the last ten, fifteen years. When we were when we were students there, we had the twenty-point rule, which was. When they go down by twenty, like we went to games on campus all the time, and we just had we had the twenty point rule. Like when they go down by twenty, we're out of here. All right, we're hitting the road and we're done. That's and funny. There and there were a whole lot of times they went down by twenty before halftime. <laughs> Jesus, that's <laughs> not exactly a glowing endorsement, there, pal. No. Well, don't forget the claim to fame, which is pretty freaking cool, Rob. Yes, which was long after we had graduated. They became the first 16 seed in the NCAA tournament to beat the one seed. They're still the only, right? Yeah. Well, well, I think somebody else did it since then, but um, they were the first. All right. Well, we are going to keep moving here. Sorry to me to cut you guys off. I got two more introductions to get to. My own, including I am DJ, the man with the award-winning holy and now added to from this weekend, Epic Beard. According to the young lady that was standing next to my girlfriend and I at the rock show we went to the other night, the beard is epic, which is complicating things because if you listened last week, you did hear that I am in very, very tense negotiation with the beard. Uh, The beard's contract is up in February. Um, We have not re-upped. We have not come to terms on a deal. Uh, We're still working on this. Um, The beard has asked for more airtime, has asked for more money. Um, he's asked for more money than quite frankly I'm making, which isn't hard to do, but at any rate, I have a hard time meeting the beard's demands because two years ago, the beard won best groomed at the Brevard County Renaissance Festival, thus becoming the award-winning beard and gaining these accolades, gaining this resume, gaining this, 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 um, ability to negotiate a higher contract. This year, he failed to acquire any type of accolades at the Brevard County Renaissance Festival. And here on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, I only deal with winners. This is why I surround myself with a panel of excellent people that I work with. And the Beard ceased to to win an award this year. So, you know, that that kind of lowered lowered its value. And, you know, now we're, now we're negotiating. We're in the haggling phase. But with the young lady Saturday night explaining that it was epic, the beard stock raised back up. The price went back up. So now we're back to the bargaining table. My lawyers are talking to his. We'll see what happens. Keep 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 your ears to the ground over the next couple months to find out what, what happens with the beard's contract renewal. Now, you've heard the three of us, but we are not alone. You've probably heard his voice. And if you've listened to this show at any time, and if you've listened to DWI, if you've listened to the band up bandwagon nerds, you probably already recognize he is a frequent to the point where he's almost a co-host on this show, Mr. PC Panama Canal Tunney. <laughs> Welcome to the show, sir. <laughs> that I've never heard that one before. Uh, hi, guys. That one came to me today at work. Uh, thanks for having me back. Uh, glad to be back here with all three of you, and uh, let's have some fun. Yeah, we're going to have a good time tonight. We've got uh, some stuff planned. We're going to do another watch along. We did one. We did one last week. We did a couple of matches. Had a lot of fun with that one uh we picked a really good one this week from 2019 survivor series uh the men's uh three team survive uh five on five survivor series match we'll talk about that one in a minute wanted to share a quick story you know mainly with you guys because you'll find it funny 
you guys know that I have been obsessing over the uh, sound volume from my end on these podcasts now for a couple of weeks. I, you know, I, I always feel like my end is uh, really loud and the rest of you guys just sound like you're talking in a room. And some of that is, I don't think it's my mic. It's the way I talk naturally. I just in 25 years of healthcare and, and dealing with patients who can't hear shit. So you have to talk loud, you have to talk slower, you have to really project your voice. And then I was a theater kid in, in high school, so I learned to project my voice anyway. I just naturally talk louder than I need to. Uh, I was working in clinic yesterday and went to call a patient back, and the lobby was like empty except save for two people. And this lady was deep into whatever she was reading on her Kindle. Like, And I went out there and I called her name in what I thought was my normal voice, and I swear I, I scared the Holy Ghost right out of her. Like she levitated off of her chair and jumped probably a good six to eight inches when I called her, dropped her Kindle. I'm like, wow, I was really loud. <laughs> and she came in for the hiccups, so and he cured it right there. And she walked yep, right yep, out the cured, door. cured that. Yeah. She needed new glasses. Her glasses went flying, busted. It was a mess. It was just a terrible mess. So that was my funny little story. But uh, tonight uh, we're gonna do, we're gonna start off here with a little bit of watch along. This was again, I think one you know Rob selected the two last week. I think we collectively agreed on the one this this week. Uh, Twenty nineteen Survivor Series I thought was really really remarkable because it was the first one where uh, NXT got invited up uh, from the kids table to the grown up table, and uh, we got uh, NXT. And it was also right around the time conveniently that NXT got their first TV deal on USA. So we want to put a little shine on NXT. We bring them up to the Survivor Series, give them the big showcase, give them the big show. And uh, NXT ended up faring very well for itself on this show. The match that we want to showcase tonight is the men's match, um, five on five, and uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And we picked this one for a particular reason. One, it was really, really good as I remember it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. But there was also a moment at the end that – is probably a top five all-time Survivor Series moment for me. And it just spotlights again. We talked last week a little bit about the things that COVID took from us. And, you know, if you think, remember COVID 2019 was like right at the, the beginning of when we started hearing about COVID. And then by 2020, we were in full, or yeah, 2020, we were in full lockdown just about all over the world. But one of the things that happens at the end of this is an incredible two to three minute wrestling period towards the end of this match with Roman Reigns and Keith Lee and Keith Lee, everybody, at least on the mindless wrestling podcast and anybody that I interact with was really high on Keith Lee at this period in time in WWE seemed like WWE was invested in the guy. He had an incredible moment with Brock Lesnar at the Royal rumble. Um, and in this match, it really showcases how much they were ready to invest in him as a talent. And, you know, then, you know, 2021 was not a great year for Keith Lee. He ended up getting COVID, ended up having a lot of health problems, ended up being off TV for a little while. And then just as a as a talent with WWE, just never recovered. And it's been very obvious since his time in, in uh, AEW that he's just not the Keith Lee that he was in 2019. I don't know whether it's just lingering effects from COVID, um, whether he just doesn't gel well with it, whatever the case may be. In 2019, we really thought, and I know at least between Jason, Rob, and myself, when we talked about potential people to eventually unseat Roman Reigns, the tribal chief version, Keith Lee was on the short list. And 2020, 
furthered that belief after they had this little incredible match in this session here in Survivor Series going into the Rumble in January. Again, Keith Lee very heavily featured and given a good run. We were really starting to buy into that. And then, like I said, he got COVID, and, and I feel like his subsequent release robbed the fans of what could have been an incredible match one-on-one with him and Roman Reigns. So I think that's why we selected this one. So what I want you to do, get yourselves up here on the cock. Get you, get the cock pulled up. If you need to, to pause this show, uh, we are Survivor Series Season 33, Episode 1. This is from 2019. Uh, the timestamp is 1 hour, 47 minutes, 47 seconds. If you want to pause the show, go ahead and get that lined up. We're going to get into this in just a moment. Before we do, anybody got anything about this event as you remember it? Uh, I have a huge showing. Um, and I remember thinking that I thought that this was the beginning of what we're kind of now seeing. Um, I think uh, with just so the relationship between the main roster and NXT has always been like in flux. Sometimes they pretend it's like, yeah, it's that alternate universe we talk about. Sometimes, sometimes it's it seems like they're part of the weekly program. Um, now we've reached that point again, and I thought that's where we were going to get here. Um, but you know, hey, we took a few uh, side roads, but we did get there eventually. All right. Anybody else? Yeah, well, I've just this was probably like the peak as far as NXT Black and Gold. Um, and look, just looking at the roster, like the the roster was almost all veteran at this point for NXT. And because like this, these people they put on the Survivor Series show. There was like there was very little daylight between them and the main roster as far as experience and all of that stuff. I mean, so. And and, and look, it's entirely different. It's an entirely different thing now. And so it was kind of the best of times and the worst of times, I guess, for NXT at this point, because they had a roster that could go with anybody, with any roster in any company. But and now now they're all in AEW. <laughs> yeah. Well, but um, but that wasn't as our boss Greg DeMarco has often said. That wasn't the point of having NXT in the first place. Right. Um, right. And so ultimately, it just it wasn't sustainable. Um, but for this one night, yeah, I mean, it made for a great show, Rob. Yeah, it did. And and for this, you know, for this one night, you know, these folks. Who had a lot of these folks were people who would not have been considered for you know WWE material at one point, and they got to get on a show with people who are who were considered WWE material from day one, and showed that they could stand in the ring with them. Um, and so for that, you know, this show is memorable for that. Even you know, as also again, no matter how things turned out afterwards, but yeah, show was memorable for that. Tony, you got any thoughts here before we get into it? I mean, I think you, you said this is the peak of that NXT brand. I think it's like the end of the top of that. I think it's like right before it like falls on its face. Um, well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. By, exactly what I mean. By yeah. That. Yeah. It's As like, I said the other the day, the wave is crested. Yeah. Uh, this is a good, really good pay-per-view, though, to be honest with you. There's a lot of good matches on this show. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, we had The Fiend and Daniel Bryan, and if you remove the red lights, that match was amazing. Adam Cole and Pete Dunne. Uh, Roderick Strong, AJ Shinsuke, 
uh, yeah, really good show. But yeah, yeah, this is this was a this was a <clears throat> solid match. It's gonna be uh, Chad Gable and Roman Reigns look a lot younger than four years ago. <laughs> yeah, the Tribal Chief and then Chad Gable has like completely changed. Yeah. Anyway, let's get this started here before we get too deep into the woods. Just talking about everything again. This is Survivor Series season thirty-three, episode one, twenty nineteen. The timestamp again: one hour forty-seven minutes forty-seven seconds. We are going to start this thing in three, two, one, go. All right, we are starting the announcements here. Yeah, I know it makes it longer, but I was the one who was like, no, we have to watch the entrances. (laughs) If you get bored with the entrances, you blame Jason. It's at Jedi Fett on the app formerly known as Twitter. At, go and chew him out. At you son of a bitch. <laughs> at, it's me, it's me. <laughs> Jason, I'm the guy, though, that watches the entrances, watches the in-betweens, watches the backstage, watches the talking, and <clears throat> fast-forwards with the matches. <laughs> so we've got Team Raw coming out here, and we've got some hosses. We've got some absolute studs here. Seth Rollins, Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, Kevin Owens, and Ricochet. Yes, and Kevin Owens was 20, 24 hours removed from being in a War Games match. Oh, yeah, because he did War Games NXT. Yeah. Yeah, he pulled double duty that weekend. That's right. I remember. I totally forgot that until you mentioned it. Ricochet with the uh, Batman Beyond gear. Yeah. Now, was Drew still a heel at this point? Um. Yeah, this was like about a month before they he turned. Yeah. That's right, because he ended up winning the Royal Rumble in 2020. Another question, where is this show? Because I feel like Seth's wearing a uh, Chicago Bulls. Uh, It it is in Chicago, the same location as this year. Oh, okay. Okay, so we've already got another little little relevant tie-in here. All right, it's Team SmackDown's coming out. There is... You the mean. big dog, not to be confused with the tribal chief. Oh, that is the him. big dog, Roman he's so, Reigns. He's so cute. He's so too cute and young. Look at that baby face he's got. And again, a, a bunch of studs here. We've sure. got uh, King Corbin. We've got Braun Strowman. We've got Chad Gable, who I believe was still doing Shorty G at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He was Shorty G at the time. And Mustafa Ali. I think this was the last real big run that Mustafa got before they pulled the rug out from under him. King Corbin, yeah, holy shit. King Corbin. Give that guy his flowers. I hope he takes the NXT championship. Anything anything you ask that guy to do. Yep. It's yep. it's just awesome. Um, uh, That's why they could let Ziggler go. They got Corbin though. Yeah. I think Ziggler's going to be back. I think we talked about this yeah, the other day. I think you, me, and Dave talked about this. Yeah. In the next 12 months, in some capacity, Dolph Ziggler ends up back in WWE. I I hope so. I don't know about 12, but you know, that's a you're that's a good take. A healthy Randy Orton at Survivor Series. Who to thunk? Oh man, I can't wait for Saturday. Oh yeah, this weekend is going to be so good. Uh, 
And here, here they come up to the grown-up table. NXT, black and gold. This is before the rebrand. Again, a bunch of studs. Look at Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Tommaso Ciampa, Keith Lee, and Gunta. But he was Walter back then. Yes. And he was still a European champion, wasn't he? Well, he was a he was a, he was a UK champion. Yeah. yeah, UK champion. They're rebranding it to you <clears throat> to uh, three European. Of, three out of three and a half out of five ain't bad. Yeah. No. I mean, that's basically what it is, right? Oh, man. I'm trying to decide on the line to pick for tonight, Tony. Uh, we got um, Philly, eight and a half. Uh, minus eight and a half over Cleveland. In Philly? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't bet anymore. <laughs> I, took, I took a bath this weekend on the NFL stuff, man. Oh, good God. Yeah, I saw your, your tweets. I'm like, oh, Rob's taking a beating this weekend. <laughs> and, I, and I tried to catch up. I did a parlay last night to try to catch up, but that thing tanked. You don't, oh, you don't double up to catch up, guy. <laughs> Cut your losses. Well, look, look at the change in Walter to Gunther, man. Like, oh, I here, you. he's just not in shape. I mean, he's, you know, still, you know, legit tough, but you look at him there he, compared looks, to what you see in the ring now as Gunther. He looks like he's got the baby fat on him still. Oh, he yeah. does. He's got a little bit of baby fat. So let's see. We're starting off here. Uh, are we starting off with Ciampa and, and Rollins? That's a good That's a good start off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they start with three guys in the ring because there's three teams. I got it. I, it's been a minute since I've watched this, so... We've got Strowman, Champa, and Seth Rollins. I love watching Tommaso Champa work. He's so up, legit looking. What's up with Braun? He's hurt. He's coming back. What's up with that? Uh, yeah, he had surgery. He had neck surgery yeah, or something, didn't he, Rob? Hot. Drop kick from Braun Strowman. Unfortunately, I mean his height and his size, he's he's going to have injuries. Just it, it sucked being that tall when hell, you get older. Hell of a softball player. <clears throat> oh, here we go. Big boy. Here, here comes the hosses. McIntyre and Gunther. Now this one, well, Dan Strowman's still in there. Got the big hoss boys in here now. Of course, they're going to take the biggest the biggest hoss out first. What do you guys think about up. what do you guys think about uh, Gunther coming out and saying that Brock Lesnar is his end boss? I like it. Yeah. I like to. I, I equate that to pointing at the fence. You get out there and you point at the fence, and that's exactly what he's doing. And that there's there's money there somewhere, man. I think we're still another year away from it, provided Brock wants to do it. Because Brock but, doesn't yeah, do it. Because Brock don't do it on an IC level, you know, right? No, it's well, we I think we all know they've got this guy earmarked for a world championship run. There, there's no way this guy is so legitimate. Yeah. I can't wait to ask a certain question when we get to the Survivor Series match involving this man.
Right. Just to think where these guys are guys are at now. Right. Yeah. R- Riddle's gone. <laughs> like, uh, he just, well, he just got a, uh, he's on the poster for the one of the local indies here now. He's making an appearance soon. Here's a question: If you think he cleans up his act, do you think Riddle comes back? Oh, man. Do, do you think they take another chance on him? Because the guy really was putting in incredible work. He was over with the fans. I, think, I have to imagine he was selling merchandise. I think, yeah, well, there you go. That The answer to that question is how much money was he was he making for the company? Right. <laughs> That's the answer. <laughs> yeah. And, um... I don't think so. No, you think he's done? Yeah. Or he ends up in AEW or Impact? I, all right. So um, we just had a Claymore and Gunther, or Walter as he was then, is gone. And we've got the Damian Priest. Look at this. Look at this stud. The Archer of Infamy. Yeah. As much as I dug that, he's oh. so much better off now. Yeah. yeah. Too bad McIntyre still has the sword. No, you're not feeling the sword gimmick? No. What is he going to no. do? You can, is he going to stab someone with it out there? Never. No. Okay, then let's get <laughs> rid of it. What does it really do? <laughs> well, so they, well, he needed to do one of those, like, one of those, like, kind of spooky matches or something where he could actually stab somebody or something, you know? <clears throat> Uh-oh. Or if, you know, if he was, like, some magic, he was, like, the Dungeon of Doom or somebody, they could have had some, some, you know. Yeah, there's got to be some gimmicked-out Hollywood way. Oh, and Shorty G with the moonsault. Almost missed it. Damian Breeze caught him, saved his life. This is a match I'd like to see get about 20 minutes. Ricochet and Gable? Gable? Yes, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's one hell of an outfit, too. Where was that from, Jason? Batman? Batman Beyond. Batman Beyond, (laughs) yeah. These guys got just enough of a just enough time to cook to tease what could have been, yeah. and splat! God, what a what a German! And Ricochet's done. He he suplexed him right out of his soul. So the NXT team is down one. Walter has been eliminated. Again, another really good potential matchup, but we saw this when uh, with RK Bro and uh, so, Alpha Academy. So we saw these guys get some time to cook. No, and some and a, and a good place for the mat work here between two guys yes. that know how to wrestle. You know, after all the good quick start action and everything else, now we get to see these guys kind of grapple a little bit. Yeah, and I like some good chain wrestling. Like as much as I get into the sports entertainment. At my heart, I'm still a work rate nerd, and I like to see the chain wrestling and the, you know, a bit of legitimacy to it. Um, and these guys really brought that. Gable reversing that ankle lock into an ankle lock is yeah, beautiful stuff. Good call. Please, yeah, please give me you know 2023 Chad Gable against 2003 Kurt Angle. Yeah, that that that's a match that I would love to have seen. Nope, Ciampa's in. Nope. And Gable's out. Got a little fight, though. 
Speaking of calling Ricochet, back. Ricochet, everybody forgot Ricochet. Yep. Speaking oh. of calling back, though, how about a, just a Gable and Ciampa now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, that was KO. With the Bullfrog Splash. You know, once they get that IC title off of Gunther, it's, I think it's going to really elevate some of these guys at the mid card that can actually showcase, you know, and have a bigger spotlight on them. Absolutely. I, I agree with you. Been missing for a while. I get what, the, you know, we're all appreciative of what's happening, but we need to get back to that. Oh, this was great storytelling with Baron Corbin trying to take over everything and him and our, him and Roman arguing over who's the leader of the team. Isn't this like, this is Roman's, the last time Roman lost was 2019 to Baron Corbin. Yeah. Yes. This is like the dog food angle, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, this comes after. It got a little long in the tooth, but it was an incredible feud. Like it, I think it went on about two months longer than it needed to, but... Good matches out of it, too. Oh, yeah, they really did. And Kevin Owens is destroying any living thing that walks. Um, he just cannonballed Roman Reigns. He just stunned Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin also <clears throat> has the distinction of being the last WWE superstar to be in a version of NFL's John Madden football. Oh, really? And Ciampa just eliminated Kevin Owens with a DDT. I didn't realize he was in a, a Madden game. I know he was an NFL guy. I didn't realize he made it into a game. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the top dollar was in one too, I think. Now, was Corbin a chief? Is that who he was? Um, I don't know the specifics. This is an A.J. Belaz trivia kind of trickster. Thing. Okay. Well, now, oh, to see this I liked. The face-off of Randy Orton and oh, Tommaso yeah. Ciampa. This is a match I'd love to see. Both guys at peak. Yeah, we can we can do it now. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, isn't that crazy though, Randy? Like, there's so much for Randy to come back and do. It's, it's yeah, awesome. It's amazing. As long as he's healthy, man, we've got so much we can do with Randy Orton right now. Did you guys notice uh, the way that uh, Jay looked when Cody made the announcement on Raw? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, uh, that dude owes me a huge receipt kind of face. <laughs> yeah. I was just saying that in a, a chat that Jason and I are in. Uh, there probably isn't a better long-term storyteller right now on the roster than Jay Uso. That guy is tied to so many different people Yeet. and so many different things, and he puts all of it over. He really like he's sitting there saying, "Ah, oh, crap, Randy Orton. I got heat with this guy too." Good James. <laughs> I got heat with guys on the other side of the the other side of the ring. I got heat with guys on my side of the ring. I mean, should Jey Uso be the wrestler of the year? He's making a good case for it, man. Yeah, because um, look, sending him over to Raw was a great decision. Uh, for all you TV ratings nerds out there, um, uh, sending him over there actually. Turn some things around because they were starting. They were the whole Judgment Day in the main event every week was starting to lose steam. Yeah, sending him over there and literally turned a lot of that around. For all you ratings nerds out there, I read something recently with Jey Uso. He, um, I guess he had a meet and greet, like an autograph signing, and he wasn't expecting as many people to show up as did. Oh, there's okay. Yeah. 
which I think is super freaking cool. Nope, nope. And Mr. Priest, you are going home for the night. Thank you for showing up. Collect your check at the pay window, Daddy. Yep. Amy and Priest is out of here. And I think somewhere in there, didn't Chompa get eliminated too? Yeah, right before yeah. it. No, um, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he got eliminated quickly. It was like some quick hiccup thing. To RKO. And Riddle eliminated Randy. Nope. This starts RK Bro. Yeah. Hey, Randy. Let's lost hey. like three people. Oh. Hey, Randy. Remember that time at Survivor <laughs> Series when I did you? Randy just cast in receipt. Corbin's <laughs> coming in to pick the bones. There, Corbin. <laughs> hey, Randy. Yeah, I missed that. Those shirts. Hey, Randy. Oh, here comes the Haas. Here oh, comes man. Keith Lee. Baron yeah. Corbin wants none of it. The fucking barrel. Yeah. God, what could have been with this guy, man? And now, oh, here we go. Now we've got a Haas fight. Yeah. Braun Strowman and Keith Lee. Yeah. Give me this all day, man. Like, didn't even Lesnar put Lee over at some point, like a rumble? At the Royal, at the Royal Rumble, man. Yeah. He comes out, and it's Lesnar in there on his own, and Keith Lee's music's hit. Music hits, and Lesnar's like, oh, big boy. And he gave him a little bit, too, when, yeah. he put him over. when Keith got in there. Yeah. That's what I was saying at the beginning of this. I was like, yeah, even Lesnar uh, made him feel important at one point. So I, that's why I really think they they were – they were really eyeing Keith for something big. And this is the start of showing us what they had him earmarked for. Look at this scumbag Drew McIntyre. What a scumbag <laughs> poking Roman Reigns in the eye. Oh, we've got the, uh, huh? the Strowman train. Ricochet is gone. <laughs> Corbin or McIntyre splattered. Mary Corbin celebrating like he did something. Oh, one more time. Yep. Chugga, chugga, choo, choo. And here we go. Oh, Keith Lee shuts it down. Oh, beautiful. Oh. Ouch, kabibbles. Yeah. Belly to belly to belly. Got bodies laying everywhere. Yeah. I don't even know who the legal man is at this point, other than Strowman and Keith Lee. Who's the legal man for Raw? I think McIntyre is, I think. Is McIntyre the legal man? I've lost track of this because looks like Lee Ricochet's Lee, you know, Mac in a heap. Lee Mack and Braun. Oh, Strowman, count it out. Strowman's been eliminated. That's <clears throat> okay. Again, the opportunist, Corbin, coming in to pick the bones. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. Ricochet's so good, man. I hope when they find a place for the Intercontinental Championship, I hope Ricochet's in that conversation. Because he's had a couple of reigns with the U.S. and the uh, the Intercontinental, but I want to see him have something a little lengthy. Doesn't have to be a couple of years, but I wouldn't mind seeing him hold it for – you know, maybe three or four successful defenses before he finally drops it. Yeah. 
He's so smooth. He's got to be sweating his ass off in that outfit, though. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Uh oh. Oh, forget it. End of days. Yeah, Go okay. to sleep. So Good man, night. Ricochet, like, thanks for coming. That looks like one of those old sauna suits guys used to wear back in high school, man. To, to... Yeah. Oof. Uh, Chopper's still in there. Okay, he must not have gotten it. No, oh, I thought he did, but he, he didn't. Man, Mustafa, this is the first time Mustafa Ali's been in the whole damn match. Champa must have rolled out after the RKO. Oh, okay, yeah. Even Seth. Seth is smaller here, too. Drew's smaller. Seth's smaller. Drew adds more muscle. Seth, like, adds dad bod. Yeah. I think I mentioned that in the chat one time, too, and you guys thought I was nuts. Because if you go back to, like, 2013, 2014 Seth Rollins, and you look at 2023 Seth Rollins. It works, though. He, it, no, like, I mean, he's still in fantastic shape. Yeah, he's in a lot better shape than I am. No, I uh, mean, like, it doesn't even. Yeah, Ali's smaller here than he is now. Yeah, Ali put on some muscle. Champa put on muscle, too. Champa's noticeably leaner here than he is now. And here's where it falls apart for Team SmackDown. Baron Corbin. Corbin's giving the orders again. Oh, there's the stomp. Oh, what a dummy. Oh. Baron Corbin cost half his team. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is where Roman finally snaps on Baron Corbin. Yeah. They finally had it up to his shit. Sir, you suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, shit. You know, you bring yeah. I mean, obviously Keith Lee, the last the last three coming up here. It's uh... <clears throat> it's Drew McIntyre I, I, I forgot how much they believed in him. Like he has had yeah. a significant fall from grace in professional wrestling overall. Like he didn't do shit in AEW. He really hasn't, but I still I still believe he had. I don't think he ever fully recovered from COVID, and that happens sometimes. I mean, I, I tell people, you know, obviously on a much different level. I had it about a year and a half ago, and I don't think I ever fully recovered from it. When I work out, I can't work out like I used to. I don't have the energy that I used to, and this dude legit had heart problems afterwards. Yeah. So, you know, it's who knows what his actual health is. He may just be happy to be out there working whatever he can with AEW and collecting a check at this point. True. Yeah, and if, if that's the case, then God bless. But. but yeah, when you think about what we almost had and what we could have had, Spear from Roman Reigns, this starts Drew McIntyre's history of heartbreak with Roman Reigns. But yeah, you think about what could have been, man, and it just it's one of those things that COVID took from us. <laughs> Seth trying to sneak one in. Nope. I'm the big dog. And I mean, that's like the ultimate receipt that's coming, right? Like, Roman's going to beat Seth here at some point yeah. down the road. 
Just you look at Roman here, and like I was always in on Roman Reigns, but what a difference between this guy here and what we have on our TV now. And I don't mean just physically, like he is physically more imposing, but just the whole presence, the whole package is just on another level. I mean, Roman Reigns. Dare say Paul Heyman. Yeah. Yeah. Heyman was always good at that, though, bringing things out of people that they didn't know they had. I mean, he built an entire promotion on that. He took a bunch of people that no one gave a crap about yeah. and built an entire promotion on it and, and really did some incredible things. Like, you think about Raven and what he did with Raven and, you know, what he did with uh, Tommy Dreamer and just, you know, things like that. People who, prior to that, we're never going to go anywhere. Aaron Corbin, such a jerk. Huh. I can tag you, idiot. <clears throat> oh, here it comes. Here it comes. Roman Reigns has had just about enough of your shit, sir. <laughs> That's it. He's had enough of his shit. Pin him and get him out of my face. <laughs> Champa gonna pick up a win over Baron Corbin. I think Vince has always been a Tommaso Champa guy. You think about how much this guy's been injured over the years and still has a job. And I'm glad he does because he's one of my favorites, but... I, There's been I, people who have been less injured who got released pretty quickly. Hunter guy too, though you know. He is a hunter guy, but I, I think Vince is. I think Vince is in on him too. Then you can tell they've had him earmarked for something for a while now. Again, he's one of those guys that brings a legitimacy to it. Like everything he does means something. He's a Milwaukee man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now we've got a battle of three of NXT's finest talents between Rollins, Reigns, and Ciampa, and now Keith Lee taking a beating. The Hounds of Justice having a mini alliance, a mini reunion for the next mm-hmm. you know, or 
however long it suits them. You know, we always talk about how much this match did for Keith Lee, failing to realize exactly how much it did for Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, the guy's one of the last, he's one of the final four out of 15 guys. Yeah. One of my favorite interactions between, I think it was actually Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns. I think it was a triple threat with the Shield or something, and it ended up being him and Ambrose in the ring. <laughs> they know they've got to fight each other. And Roman's all right, all right, let's go. Loser buys the beer. Hmm. Always one of my favorite interactions with those guys. I'm about to obliterate Tommaso Ciampa. Ciampa is about to go through the table and. Nope. Mr. Lee with the save. This match really was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Here's where you're thinking NXT might have a shot. Yeah. Yeah. As Rollins takes the double knee. Nope. Yeah, once we, there's like a few, there's a whole bunch of like quick eliminations and then like the four best in this match are just tearing down the house right now. Everybody's got a sense of urgency. Everybody's trying to like, I love how this feels. That's a very well thought out. It is. Flows, flows one thing to the other very well. Seth and... Seth and Champa tearing the house down right now. That knee was crazy. Oh, and there's the stomp after the Superman punch. It takes two finishers to take out Tommaso Champa. Sayonara. Yeah. Good night, sir. Thanks for coming. Hunter wanted to make sure his guys got over, even though they didn't get over. Yep. As they say in the business, there's getting over and there's going over. Keith and Ciampa got over this night, even though they didn't go over. Right. <clears throat> Rollins, no gray in the beard. He's not a dad yet. Being a dad ages you. Here we go. This this whole sequence here towards the end just ends up being 
top level, and they put they just put Keith Lee in the stratosphere here. He's fighting on both of them. Yeah, he is. Oh, double for <clears throat> his body. And this crowd's digging it, man. Like, this crowd is all in on Keith Lee. Like, they're ready for the Keith Lee experience here. Vince is probably in the back just looking at this guy going, he's a big guy. He can work. Keith Lee could cut a promo. <clears throat> You don't mind him sounding like Dad Thanos. Which I don't. I love that. I love his style of promo, but it's very particular. He was great with kids, too. I saw him on an NXT show one time, man. And they did, uh, you know, after the show, they have some of the wrestlers come out and they interact with the crowd, do autographs and things like that. And he was just, man, kids were lined up forever to see this guy. Like, he was really going to be a good ambassador for the company if he ended up becoming a top guy. Boom. Bam. Good night, Seth Rollins. Seth's not going to survive that. And here we go. This this next two minutes just. Yeah. yeah. These guys have been going for almost 30 minutes, and the, the, the just the level that these two take it up to here in the next two minutes is incredible. The storytelling, the emotion between the two of them, the way they get the crowd involved, everything about this was so special. Talk about just let them cook. This is literally what they did. They just rank like, all right, let's show everyone why we're the best of our respective friends. And they're letting it breathe. Like, yep. look at this. They're just letting this moment breathe, man. Like, letting this crowd eat it up, okay. slow it down. Let them see what they're about to see. Let the crowd sing Keith's song for a little bit. Now we get after it. Roman, that look of uncertainty, like what am I dealing with here? Two Superman punches. Nope. Keith Lee not having it. <laughs> Corey Graves is excellent here. Yeah, I've got my commentary turned down. But yeah, he, you know, I, a lot of people hate on Corey Graves, and I can see where he can be annoying. But when he's on, Corey Graves is on. When he's telling the story and he's trying to emote, He's not he's not Michael Cole good, but Corey Graves is pretty damn good. When he's with Cole and they're in, that's where they're you know, that's their bread and yeah. butter for Corey Graves. And to continue the uh give Corey Graves his Graves his flowers, he take he took um Cody's return to another level. He did, he made that. Uh, Roman's calling for the spear. Keith Lee ain't having it. Spirit bomb. Roman sells the ever-loving hell out of it. And you think right there at that moment, you thought Keith Lee might have won it. And they have you believe it. Like, they had me in this moment. Here it is. 
Keith's got it. It's coming. The whole crowd is up, ready for it. Look at these people. Going for the moonsault. The spear. Keith sells the hell out of the spear. Turns him inside out. Roman with the half Nelson. One, two. That's a wrap. What a fucking segment. Beautiful. God, that was art. So good, man. And we really thought at this point, somewhere down the line, these guys were going to these guys were going to get to make magic again, and it just didn't happen. And I'm what separate paths forever will feel robbed. What separate paths they went on? <laughs> absolutely separate paths. One guy went on to become arguably one of the biggest in modern history, if not further beyond that. And the other guy is unfortunately what happened happened. Yeah. Roman sold for him too. Oh yeah. They were he's acting like that uh that spirit bomb put him on Neptune. And that's what I said, man. The both of these guys, Roman that you know, the commentators, everybody yeah. had me believing that Keith Lee might actually sneak away with this one. NXT is winning the uh, Survivor yeah. NXT three SmackDown two Raw one. Yeah. This is one of the one of the rare ones that Raw didn't win, wasn't it? I think it's the only one they didn't win. Yeah. I think this is this is the year they made that into a story. Because like, uh, well, had one win and it was and the rest was just NXT and Raw or NXT and well, SmackDown. and that but that was the thing and I alluded to that at the beginning of this. Um, NXT had just started their their uh, USA TV deal, and they wanted to put some shine on them. So, you know, they, they, this and this was an incredible. Like the whole the whole event was great. NXT looked incredible. They looked incredible in the build up up to it on Raw and SmackDown. They really gave NXT every possible opportunity to succeed when it went to USA. And then here's the moment where you think it's going to be, you know, these two at WrestleMania one day. Yeah. This is where you think it might eventually happen. Keith Lee showing respect. Giving him the bow. Roman showing respect. Giving him the shield fist bump. Nice. And the crowd eats it up. There you go. All right, that is going to wrap up the Watch Along Survivor Series 2019. What an awesome match. Awesome moment for Keith Lee and Roman Reigns. Going to be the peak for Keith Lee. Roman Reigns going to ascend to much higher heights. Uh, Incredibly awesome Watch Along. Guys, I had a lot of fun with that one. Real quick, I want to take a moment to invite everyone to go over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. From there, I want you to go through and I want you to browse. I want you to look at your favorite podcast from the chair shot radio network, have t-shirts on there. Go check those out. Yeah, even including this one, the mindless wrestling podcast has a t-shirt there, bunch of great stuff going on. Go check it out. Um, they have a promotional code going on right now up to 50% off. That means you can get more than one t-shirt. 
the holidays are coming up. You got your friend, you got your spouse, you got your kids, you got your coworker, somebody you want to get something for. Don't get them something silly. Don't get them a paperweight. Don't get them a pen holder. Don't get them a pen. Get them a T-shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Go check one out. The starving artists here will thank you. Your body will thank you if you pick one up in soft style. That is, again, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. All right, gentlemen, we have got Survivor Series coming up in T-minus four days and counting. Survivor Series 2023, I can't believe this year's almost over. My God. Is it just me or has 2023 just flown by? It has. Yes, it has. Like, I feel like we just put the Christmas shit away, and I'm already looking at my Christmas shit going, I got to drag this shit back out. The, the hours at work take forever, but the weeks and the months go by very fast. This is my, this is fact, my friend. So let's get in here. Let's talk a little bit of uh, Survivor Series. I think Jason has got the card pulled up. We're going to turn it over to him. We're going to give our predictions. Maybe go a little a little deep into some of the angles, some of the stories going into this. We're not going to linger too long on anything. Jason, sir, I'm going to turn the show over to you. Awesome. So first up, we have the, uh, Carlito is fighting for the honor of Rey Mysterio and the LWO after the horrible betrayal of Santos Escobar. So... Uh, we have Carlito versus Santos Escobar, and actually, I was surprised this match didn't get any sort of stipulation, considering it's, you know, definitely more than just a singles match. It's a, I wouldn't quite say it's a blood feud, but it's a, it's a matter of honor, you know. So, um, uh, but I mean, if this is the beginning of Santos's heel turn, I can't really see him losing. But also, Carlito just got here again. Um, but yeah, I look for Santos to, to win pretty easily, uh, considering you know he this is the uh, this is his move towards his new heeldom. So DJ, what do you have here? Um, <clears throat> I like this. I like the angle going into it. I think everybody has been incredible in their roles. Zelina Vega knocking it out of the park. Her emotion in this has been so good. The betrayal she feels with Santos Escobar. Um, Carlito, love to see him back, but I also think that he was hired for a specific role. I do not think that role was champion of any kind. Um, so I, I, I feel like uh, Escobar, I think Escobar wins this. I don't, I don't know. Let's, let's see what goes. Escobar wins this, but I, this is definitely not the end of this, this feud. All right. Let's go to our guest next, uh, Mr. Pizza Funny. What do you got here for uh, Carlito and Santos? Uh, I, I got the death of the LWO coming soon in, in the broader picture is what I got. Rey Mysterio's out. Um, I don't think people really believe in this faction outside of that. I think they've had their best run. So I don't know. Um, I, I agree. Escobar, heel turn. We'll see where that goes. We'll see what happens. Well, uh, I think Escobar wins, and look, he has the he had maybe the line of the year Friday. Like, I hope you get an infection. They have to amputate your leg. What a great promo that was! <laughs> I mean, like nobody saw that coming. He was going to go that. Man, that 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 promo went hard. Yeah, I mean, like, dude, that's a bit much, don't you think? But yeah, I think he wins here. Because I mean, I mean he's got to win here. Because otherwise, I mean, what what are we going? Yeah. Right. This one seems to write itself. All right. So next up, we have Gunther defending his Intercontinental Championship against the Miz. 
and you know, the Miz is just I feel like people just do it for likes now. We all know the Miz is good, guys. We all have known for a long, long time. Yeah. Pretty talented. He can do basically whatever you ask him to. And that's no different here. He's being the fun baby face in the face of Gunther Stern heel. And he's doing incredible work. And I I mean, I don't think Gunther's time to is is coming to an end, so I don't see it happening to the Miz. Uh but I've been wrong before. Uh Mr. Uh we'll let our esteemed guest go next. Uh Mr. Pizza Funny, what do you got? It's interesting because do you use this to give someone a rub that needs it, or do you give this to somebody that can continue the prestige of the title? Do you see what I'm saying? And it's the first time I've thought about it like that in this entire run. So I give Miz more of a chance to win here than not. It's going to happen sooner than later, unless they want him to take it to Mania. I don't, I don't know. Um, but who do you have specifically in mind that gets this huge rub from Gunther, as opposed to the title just maintaining its peak? Peak. I, I this is a tough one. I don't know. Uh, I would say I'd give Miz about a 35% chance of winning, so Gunther would be my pick. All right, Rob. Okay, um, I think I think Gunther definitely wins here. Would not surprise me if Miz ultimately was the person to take it off of him because you don't have to always give people a rub when somebody has a big loss. All that matters is that it's to a worthy adversary. Okay, I just I, it just irks me to death. People like, well, they should lose to put somebody in the new person over. No, they don't have to do that. Okay, it just has to be to somebody who's a worthy adversary, okay? I go through a list of people whose last match was not against a younger person to put them over or whatever, or people who, you know, whose big loss was not to give somebody a rub. It was just to a worthy adversary. Um, Miz is not winning here, no, but um, it wouldn't surprise me if he ultimately did beat Gunther for the Intercontinental title, because why not? Rob saying, sometimes Superman just beats Metallo, and that's the story. Yes, and, and and I'll stop because you know because you know where I'm going to end up going with this. You know, if I keep going. Yeah, don't drag him down that road. <laughs> Y'all don't want me to go. DJ, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and call for an upset. Whoa! I'm going to call for an upset on Saturday night. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Wow. Impressive. All right. So I'll next, say, just I'll, I'll say I will not be if, it, if that happens. I will not be surprised. I I wouldn't be shocked either because I mean he's got the record. There's nobody safe for the Miz. Miz will do will take that title and run with it for a couple of months, and there you go. Like and then you can move Gunther to you know a world title. So yeah, okay. Oh, you guys talked me into it. Okay. Um. So okay. So Gunther's losing. Awesome. No. He's All right. So he's not. Up, someone who is definitely not losing. And that is the W, uh, excuse me, the women's world champion, Rhea Ripley, putting her title up against uh, Zoe Stark. Well, I think they are going to have a fun as hell match. Uh, honestly, aside from, you know, obviously the War Games matches are something else entirely. And uh, in any case, on a normal card, I could give this, 
I would bet this would be an, a match of the night contender because they these two seem to do well together. Uh, they're only, you know, Zoe's awesome. And again, Rhea's just getting better and better and better, seemingly. So I look for this one to kind of be one of the ones that Sneaky steals the show. And I look for Zoe to look up at the lights at the end of it. Uh, Rob, what do you got? Oh, yeah. It was, I mean, we know. Yeah. I mean, just they should have an excellent match. This might, this might end up being the best, like, wrestling match of the night, actually. But, yeah, we know the winner. I mean, come on now. DJ? Zoe Stark will be a woman's champion, but it will not be this Saturday night. There you go. Pizza funny? A uh, great spot for Zoe. First main event in a big four pay-per-view if you use the loosely uh, labeled WWE style of main event. But uh, more importantly, <laughs> first, I'm glad I popped Rob there. Uh, first uh, title match on a big four pay-per-view. So shout out to Zoe Stark because John Michaels predicted when, when she was uh, right before she got pulled up, this is, this is the next one that's going to get thrown in the mix. And she, I really like her. Like I've liked her since NXT. I saw her for the first time at one of the house shows I went to. I'm like, she's got something and I've watched her work. You got, she's good. And she got put right into like huge storyline with Trish. You know what I mean? So come on. Yeah. She, she's good. I like her. Uh, let's see. Dude, who didn't go here? DJ? No, I went. I was very brief, but I went. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all kind of brief here. Uh, Pizza, did you give us something? Yep, we're good. We're good. We all, we all kind of know how this one's going to end. Sorry, that's why we're so distracted. I'm so distracted. In any case, we have the last up. We have the War Games matches. Uh, I suppose we should go for, you know what, I'm going in the order that I have to have this on this stupid card in front of me, so we're doing the men's match. We have Cody Rhodes, Seth freaking Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton coming up against the Judgment Day, that being Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty, Dirty Dom Mysterio, J.D. McDonough, and... Drew McIntyre showing his true, dirty, awful, evil colors <laughs> in the bad, bad, evil man he is. Gonna come into you know, coming to the 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 Judgment Day as if they need the help. So, uh, but anyway, we got Team Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre versus Team Good Guys led by Cody Rhodes. So I. I mean, it's going to be fun. Four games matches are always crazy. Look for Cody to get do something stupid. Look for Seth to do something stupid. Um, and look for Jey Uso to probably pick up his next opponent. Because um, I feel like if... So the Randy Orton is... Randy Orton just showing up and like, yeah, I'm going to be... I'm cool with everything. Is just... Is as fishy to everyone else on this panel as it is to me yes yes well yes but who but who said that that's not going straight like oh oh guys don't no worries he said yes he's coming he's gonna be here cool randy all right yeah randy's coming we all know notoriously friendly and cool randy orton he'll just be here that that randy orton's awful dependable Ready to be a team. No, no shenanigans coming from Randy. He's ever. Gonna, he's gonna... Uh, it's ready to help everybody. 
Um, so yeah, I think coming out of this, it's going to be him and Jay Uso, uh, at least in the short term. Um, then that might even last as far as the next, uh, you know, the next Monday, uh, and then they move on. But I think Randy will eliminate one of his own team members at some point, and I feel like that will be the co- the the uh, impetus for uh, Cody Rhodes and Pals to lose. And Gene Judgment Day to win. Now, there's one more question about this one, but I'm going to go around first. So, uh, Pizza, what do you got here? That's, yeah, I, I mean, we, I, I said before the look on Jay's face when, when he heard, you know, Cody say that. But I think the, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense short term, but eventually, like Royal Rumble ish kind of thing it needs to be Randy Cody. Especially if you're going to keep Cody away from Roman, which I think they will. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't necessarily think you get something like that this weekend. I think the bigger interesting thing to me is, like, Drew McIntyre. I feel like if he stays aligned with the Judgment Day, there's a possibility he could end up being the World Heavyweight Champion. They use him so that Priest can cash in on him down the road. That could be something fun and interesting. Um, but... There's just so much good storytelling going on here. Um, and that was really cool the way Cody did it on Raw. Uh, DJ? So this is interesting. We talked about this in the Chairshot Radio Network chat earlier today. And I think I mentioned this on the Big Four with Tunney and Dave. I tentatively have Randy Orton earmarked for Roman Reigns at 40, at WrestleMania 40. Um, if we're planning on Roman beating Hulk Hogan's cumulative record, um, he's he's definitely holding on to the championship through what? What did you figure, Rob? SummerSlam of next year? Uh, yeah, because it would. All right, so SummerSlam would be four years, and Hogan would. It's. Yeah, I, I did the math right. It's the third weekend of September, so like he could. That's why my thing right now is uh, Dom cashes in after the Raw, after the September pay-per-view. On, uh, he breaks the record. So like That's 11, right. You've got Dom your 11, to win the, the money in the bank. 11.86 is like a Monday, Rob. Okay. In September. Okay. So if we're, if we're trying to find somebody who can be a believable opponent for Roman for WrestleMania 40, but still lose and it not hurt him, Randy Orton's the guy. You know, we don't know what Randy Orton's health is, how many years he's got left. If you want to put somebody in there against Roman, who it's not going to hurt long term. If he loses, Randy's the guy. Plus, the guy could go out there and have a great feud with Roman Reigns. They haven't done this in quite a number of years with these two. So I'd like to see it. Um, I don't see Randy turn on anybody. I think if Randy ends up actually being the fifth guy, because, again, there's still some questions in the air as to whether or not he's actually going to be the guy. So, you know, let's see what happens Saturday. But I think he plays it straight. I think he plays it straight. I think uh, I think Cody and company win this. Yeah, have they actually said his name out loud? I mean, did you listen to Cody on Raw? <sighs> did he actually say Randy Orton or did he just hint that? Because I haven't watched Raw yet. Okay, then get back, get back to me after you watch the last um, – Two minutes of raw. 
It may be a while. Like I said, if we're going out of town this weekend, I won't be back home until Saturday night. I see no time between now and then that I'm going to get to watch Raw. Randy Orton's the fifth member. Okay. Remember, PC, PC Tunney said it here first. No, they said it on Raw. Oh, okay. Okay. So, um, Rob, did you have anything on this? Uh, okay, I think the... Uh, Rob, you watch Raw, right? Yes. Okay, it's Randy Orton, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I think Cody and company wins, but I do think that after the match is over, Randy gives Jay an RKO. Just to let him know, I haven't, hey, I haven't forgotten, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is is Jay's look. Like, you know, Tony and everybody was saying earlier, he's like, damn, I got heat with guys across the ring. I got heat with my guys on my side of the ring. This could be a bad night for Jay Uso. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and what you do it is, like, you know, they win the match, so Jay may finally think he's safe, and then that's when Randy does it to him. Which would be on brand for Randy Orton. Yeah. Because Randy ain't about to go to the loser side of the pay window. No. And, and good guy, you don't bring him back after being out this long and and, and then lose. I mean, right. I mean, if he's, you know, if he... You know, RKO's somebody and then just walk away. Uh, uh, you know, don't do that in November. Yeah, true. Good point. Uh, did anybody have any last parting shots on this? On the men's match? I'm good. Um, let's see here. So last up, we have the ladies. The women's war games match where we have Image Control, Bailey, Asuka, Eosky, and Kari Sane. Facing off against Bianca Belair, uh, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch, the newly revealed fourth member of the uh, guy. So uh, it all depends on when we're going to do the implosion of damage control, which it seems like they're headed that way at least. Um, so is the do we get through this match with Bailey and Oscar and everybody on the same page, or do we is this where things fall apart? Um, then I think that that it it will hinge that question. How you answer that question will depend on who wins, in my opinion. If uh, Damage Control obviously stay, sticks together, I look for them to win, um, and if they were probably going to implode then that will cause them to lose and not the most uh you know not exactly the most advanced form of thinking but you know i do what i can yeah dj what do you have here i love this like now i'm fully immersed in this damage control thing and i this is where pro wrestling becomes very fun for me and i love it because we're watching what's playing out on our tv and we all know what's coming Bailey seemingly has no clue that these four animals are about to turn on her and just devour her. And it's beautiful. Her, her reaction to everything is so incredible. And, and that's the magic of pro wrestling. When you just play along, it's fun. Um, in this match, I'm hoping, I'm hoping damage control wins this. Oh. <laughs> I'm pulling for damage control, pal. And I hope okay. Charlotte eats the pin. Oh, good God. You would. <laughs> what do you have to say here? Um, I think 
I think the baby face is going to win because because there's no way the orange haired lady would going to take a loss. Oh, he, here he goes, the okay. orange haired lady. I mean, she she did, she did her charity <laughs> for the year. Oh, well, her charity—that's what it was. They know her. He, he's still mad that her and Charlotte made up. Now, Mother Mother Teresa, you know, <laughs> saved children and everything. You know. Um, she single-handedly saved the Orlando territory, and 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 she did. Oh, she did Zia Lee such a big favor Monday by beating her before she gets a title shot. Oh, yeah. But oh, but no, she elevated her. That's right. She's very magnanimous, Robert. Yes, I know exactly. God, what would we do without her? Nothing, hey, nothing makes me believe in, in a uh, potential championship contender like seeing seeing them getting beat up by a. Uh, I got I, I I don't know about you guys, but I feel like Rob's already in the holiday spirit. <laughs> anyway, no, but it's, you know, Ebenezer, it's Ebenezer Rob over there. Um, you know, I mean, but it, I would say this: look, I don't, I, I never advocate wrestlers going to the razor, but uh, this would be a good time for Charlotte to pull a blood packet and imitate her father inside the cage. <laughs> but I mean. Um, but other than that, no, I think the uh, baby faces win here because I think this is this is probably the opening match, and they're going to want to open that way because I think the I think the heels are going to win all the you know the non war games matches, so I think they're going to open here with the baby faces winning, and I think um, this is well, they're not going to beat up Bailey that night, but that's going to you know that's, it's it's coming. That's going to be the, kind of the beginning of the. I think that comes in the new year. Oh, yeah. Okay. Pizza, what do you got? Uh, this is the EO and Kyrie show. This is uh, the damage control wins. This is more Bailey befuddlement. Uh, Bailey's like 5 and 60 something this year, so she's really put people over on the opposite side of Rob's uh, redheaded uh, heroine he despises. Um, the orange haired lady. Whatever. <laughs> This one should be fun. This one should be fun. I, I just don't see this eclectic collection of baby faces winning. It doesn't mean anything for them. It means something for damage control. Yeah, well, I believe that will bring our, uh, bring our sweet, sweet coverage of the uh, Survivor Series War Games to a close. Quick well, question they... around the horn regarding Survivor Series. Which one of the two Survivor Series or the two uh, War Games matches main events? To the men or the women main event? Well, I think once Randy was announced, then that, yeah. that settled. You think it's a foregone conclusion? Yeah. And also, it, it needs to main event because uh, of the question that I forgot to ask when talking about it. Do we see a cash-in or an attempted cash-in? Because the champion is in the match and the money and the senior in the bank is in the match. Probably not. I mean, it's too I, I think a cash-in here would be stupid. Yeah. Well, this this is the one time because it's too crowded and convoluted of a space, and there there are four people there to ward them off if they tries it. Makes sense. Something um, something will come well, up, but it'll be thwarted. I think I think you're right. Yeah, they'll they'll tease it or something like that, or somebody somebody's definitely getting hit with that briefcase. It'll be know. out there, right? It'll be out there. Yeah. But, now, there is one more question though. What's that? Um, Who Shinsuke's has been invited from so does that do? Does he come in the ring and do we get Chicago Phil? Uh, I could tell you who I think uh, you want. Well, I 
tell you who I hope his opponent is. Do you want to know? Sure. There it is. So I knew the music was coming. This. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. I mean, you can't even... This is Tony's ringtone. You can fuck it's not. <laughs> my, phone, my phone's on silent. I wouldn't, couldn't even tell you what my ringtone is. But you can't tell me. You can't tell me that. Like I, I don't know. I would not. I would say. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna happen. But I would pop if it did, and I think every one of you would as well. I won't lie. If it did, I if if it hit. You called weeks ago. If they're gonna bring him out, it's got to be at the beginning of the show. If they're going, because that crowd is going to eat them alive because they've had to reshuffle the seating arrangement because of how many tickets they sold. And I can promise you there is a percentage of that crowd that bought tickets just in the, the scent, the scent that CM Punk might be there. The fact that they already announced Randy Orton is interesting. Yeah. Um, You know, if you open the show with Shinsuke, you know, out in the ring, like, I'm tired of waiting. Let's go. Um, but it'd be crazy if it was Okada too. Um, I, that, I saw that today. Somebody yeah, speculated that's not, that it could be. Yeah, it's not going to be. No, but, it's not. But that no, would be, you know, that'd be nuts too. Um, I don't, it's probably nothing. It's probably pre-show kind of bullshit. But yeah, it'd be fun. It would be fun. All right, I think we can get close to wrapping this one up. That's going to conclude our Survivor Series coverage and predictions here. Uh, going to go around the horn, as Tony likes to say on his show. And uh, let's start with Jason. Jason, before you give out your socials, do you have any wrestling-related topics that you want to throw out there? No. Anything I'm... on your mind? Anything you have an opinion about? I am good to go, And uh, other than to, to let everyone know and to – you know, if you haven't figured it out yet, the worldwide wrestling community has moved beyond the need for CM Punk. So let's let's, let's get let's get through this pay per view, and then when he doesn't show up again, we'll and when he do it all over you, before Royal Rumble, again, we'll do it all again. Exactly, Tony. We'll do it all again at the Royal Rumble because I promise. He's definitely coming at the Royal Rumble. Just you wait and see. Here he comes. Yeah. So. Okay. And yeah. From the Rob the Genius podcast, Mr. Rob, any uh, anything in the wrestling world that's got your got got your got your head swimming and give your socials there. Um, you reach me as anyone on Twitter, and um, other than that, um. It's not been a good gaming weekend for me, so I'm just kind of in <laughs> no good mood right now. Oh. <laughs> Rob's down in the doldrums. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Tunney, what about you? Any parting thoughts on your socials? Uh, you know, just uh, continue to listen to Chair Shot Radio Network. Not only great wrestling shows, but sports and uh, entertainment. Bandwagon nerds, check it out. So uh, we got everything you need daily content for you right there chair shot radio network all of your favorite streaming platforms all right and i'm dj you can find me at the mindless pod on the app formerly known as twitter 
I think we're going to get out of here. We can call it a wrap here. Been a good show. Had a good time, guys. Thank you so much. Tony, thank you for showing up, helping us out here tonight. Rob, Jason, always a pleasure. Rob, your uh, beloved retrievers are down by 30, man. <laughs> oh, why you got to kick them all these down? The dude's already, like, broke, and now your brother's losing it. Kick them again, well, Jason. God, Jason, I, we're ending on a sour note here. I'm going to call it. You know what? We're going to go home here. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring. And everyone, please, if you're celebrating, have a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time with your loved ones. Eat a lot of food. Drink all the drink. Get home safely from wherever you go this holiday season. And we will see you back here next week. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, part of the Chairshot Radio Network. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving and have a good night. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.